Hello and welcome to To Have and To Roll, Session 9, General Bads. I'm Rain Zero, your Game Master. Before we get into it, Daft and I wanted to say, we know a lot of people are out there fighting for justice, and we wanted to let you know that we are thankful for what you're doing. Please, keep it up. I know our show kind of makes light of civil unrest at times, but demanding change from broken systems is what drew us to curse in the first place, and we're glad that people are out there fighting to make it happen in reality. In that vein, many of the episodes in this arc continue to deal with topics like civil unrest, destruction of property, and militarization of police forces. Our way of coping includes imagining solutions in a safe environment, but we understand that this doesn't work for everyone. If this is too much for you right now, we totally understand. Feel free to take a break and take care of yourself. Remember to secure your own face mask before assisting others, and take note of the exits, keeping in mind that the closest exit may be behind you. Okay, the metaphor got away from me, but point being, stay safe out there, but don't stay silent. We love all of you. Anyway, the party has a lot of things to sell and places to go, so let's get back into Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. Welcome back to Curse of the Crimson Throne. I don't know why I emphasize Crimson. Is there, like is there a Curse of Other Thrones? Curse of the Azure Throne. Ah, yes. Curse of the Purple Throne. Curse of the Evergreen Throne? Curse of the, you know, that dark yellow that looks more like a poopy brown throne. Ooh, that's the worst curse. Mm, it is. Mm. Anyway. Mm. So Baby poop brown. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so what happened uh, last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne? Well, uh, we took, uh, we did some investigating. Most notably, we took some pieces of evidence to the office of a an occultist named Erica, a creepy old lady elf who has one, one zombie named Harold, who was apparently her first husband and wanted to be a zombie upon his death. Um, yeah, that's a... Uh, we don't have time to unpack all of that. We gave her the severed finger and got the information on who got killed. It was some dock worker who got killed the morning of the day that we went to All the World's Meet. And so we were able to give that information to Cressida. She was able to put that into the missing persons file. And that was nice. But more importantly, we had Erica use her occultist powers to look at a couple of daggers we had. Now, we had Erica look at the Keyblade dagger that we found in Gadron Lamb's office, bedroom, mm -hmm. squalid corner. <laughs> hovel. Of, hovel. Yes, that we found in Gage and Lamb's hovel that is engraved with the phrase for an inspiration of a father mm -hmm. uh, and gathered that um, it's been used to kill a lot of people. What a surprise. But also mm -hmm. that um, it seems that uh, Gadron was fond of whoever gave this to him. So it's sort of the 
theory that I was sort of kicking around that maybe Gadrin and uh, Rolf were on bad terms is definitely not true. They've been working together, obviously, um, given what we've learned now. Um, so they've been working together. Uh, and so when we go to seek out uh, the Keylock Killer, which Cressida really wants us to do, um, we have to tie... Which greatly appreciate yeah. Um, yeah. She has not specifically told you to do it. No, she hasn't told us to do it, but she she would really appreciate it if we um, found the Keylock Killer and revealed it to be Rolf Lamb. And, um, but yeah. Anyway, um, that was the that was the first dagger that we had Erica look at. The second dagger we had Erica look at was the silver dagger that Malia Arcona gave to Varric Van Kaskerken as a gift. That we found stabbed into the table uh, in Varric's office at the top of all the world's meat. Uh, we had previously looked at the dagger and determined it to be magic, um, but what enchantment was on it, we couldn't quite say. It seemed like it was just something to keep the silver shiny. <laughs> um, and so we handed it to Erica. Erica looked at it and immediately threw it in a drawer and said, That thing is watching you. I don't mm-hmm. know how, but it's watching you. The implication there being that someone was spying on Varric, potentially uh, either at the knowledge or behest of the Arcona family, or it was just the Arcona family. So <laughs> that was interesting. We decided that we were going to uh, grab the dagger and take it back to Cressida uh, and make sure that it couldn't spy on us anymore because that sucks. Um, and when we went to go take it out of the um, out of the drawer... It was a little angry snake. Yes. And it attacked us and it tried to escape. Um, yes, a, a Roktavarna Rakshasa. Yes, a Roktavarna Rakshasa. Notably, which, uh, uh, a, a shape-shifting creature from Vudra, which we also learned the Arcona family had gotten rich doing a trade route with some people in Vudra. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's... Hmm. Mm. I wonder who imported the Rakshasas. Hmm. <laughs> Well, either knowingly or unknowingly. I personally have a deep distrust of the Arcona family, but I will allow for the potential that they themselves have gotten swept up in something that they don't understand. Um, because, you know, if I if I distrusted everybody as much as my gut told me, then us and Cressida would not be friends. Yeah. But the Roktavarna Rakshasa, having been found out, attempted to escape, uh, almost succeeded at escaping, um, but... Uh, slithered away into an alley hid as a trash can lid judicious use of detect magic revealed its location and it tried to run away again we ended up killing it in broad daylight in front of some uh confused onlookers and as we reached down to take its corpse with us it evaporated Uh uh-huh as outsiders as outsiders are want to do yes But with all of that information, we went back and talked to Cressida. We were able to, um, with the information that we got there, uh, oh, in addition um, to knowing that the dagger was watching us, um, Erica also got that the last person who had wielded it, Varric Van Kaskerken, um, felt a great deal of love for Malia Arcona, the person who gave it to him, and that he didn't harbor any explicitly murderous intent of his own. So we were able to use that information in a signed statement from Erica to get Varric Van Kaskerken's execution stayed, uh, meaning that, uh, you know, a guy who is guilty of negligence does not have to be killed for murder. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, 
Cressida expressed her overwhelming relief and said that she was finally going to go get some sleep. Yes. <laughs> and uh, with that, uh, you you guys you guys headed home and. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Damien got harassed by some people on the way back to Lenore's house. And by harassed, I mean, if he had been alone, they probably would have tried to kill him. (laughs) And so Damien is now staying with Lenore for the time being because it is not safe for Damien to walk alone now that people are turning against uh, the... Um, signs of chelish influence in the city. Uh, somebody with uh, fiendish blood is seen as um, being very much tied to that. So you know, in addition yep. to in addition to the regular racism, we've now have we now have to deal with uh, the rampant anti-chelish sentiment in the city, and it's mm. things things are not very safe here right now for yep. um, young men with adorable hoofy feet and. Neat horns and thrashy expressive tails. Um, as much as I love him. Uh, now, one thing that we have discovered is it does seem that you've acquired quite a lot of gear. Mm. Um, yes, this does happen. Oh, uh, it, it, do, it does look like a lot of it is not assigned a uh, money value. So I've been killing a lot of bandits. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've got a few things, a few sort of housekeeping things. Uh, some of it we can do off air, like you know. The actual monetary value of selling everything, mm-hmm. we can do that off air. Yeah. Like, you have a lot of gear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, more than, like, we would ever be carrying with us at any one time. Uh-huh. Um, um, you know, it's something like, you know, we have, like, a dozen long swords and four sets of leather armor and... Uh, how how many arrows and crossbow bolts now? So many. <laughs> Holy crap. So oh many. Um, um. <laughs> but I would like to sort of go through the process of, of finding a buyer. Corvosa is a rich and thriving uh, ecosystem. <laughs> Ecosystem's a word for it. <laughs> Set up like a like a pyramid. A pyramid scheme. Hey, you should go to Corvosa and get people to sign up for my uh, for my traveling mercantile shop. Skipping uh, skipping our uh, role play of breakfast, which Aww. will uh, no doubt undoubtedly take like I two was, hours. I was gonna have Lenore get up and like trip over like long swords on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 Push. How about, okay. I will. Uh, we can role play waking up, but I'm gonna draw the line at breakfast. Okay, fine. No breakfast. Okay, no breakfast. No breakfast. Uh, I mean, I just, I just want like a brief, uh, sure. Sure, sure, a brief sure. montagey sort of scene. So you know, you have your the sunrise and your ow, crap. Uh, Lenore has stubbed her toe on a longsword on the floor, pushes it away with her foot. Good thing and... it was in the scabbard, right? <laughs> yeah, they're kind of heavy. It hurts mm-hmm. to stub your toe on one. Um, and proceeds into the kitchen to find all of the available surfaces are covered <laughs> in... Covered in- Suits of chainmail. Yeah, and, suits of chainmail. Vermin like, repellent. Vermin long bows. There's still a light flail with some blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> she can uh, hear Damien muttering in the other room as he checks to make sure that the um, uh, the harrow card he threw out of Zalara's deck yesterday has reappeared. Uh, <laughs> she can hear uh, fervent apologizing, <laughs> uh, um, and then and then some muttering. 
Oh, Damien would 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 uh in the middle of all this fervent apologizing, Damien would get an emotion that seems you know, you basically you get that the cards are almost laughing. <laughs> you know, like, oh bless, you're so cute. That sort of laughter. Oh. Like <laughs> Oh. Like as if the cards had an arm, they would reach out and ruffle his hair. Yeah, probably. Aww. Damien gently puts the cards back in his pocket. He's now keeping them on his person rather than in his bag. Just that we don't have to deal with the action economy of, uh, I take it out of my backpack. <laughs> what, is the, what is the action to retrieve a deck of cards from your backpack? Well, you see, can you can you possibly imagine you have to take a standard you have to take a standard action to dislocate each of your shoulders so that you could reach into the backpack. Oh, wait, do you have improved dislocate? (laughs) Oh, crap. Full round action. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. If you have improved dislocate, you can do it as a move action and you don't have to make a heel check. (laughs) I'm Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I do have one thing that I would like to do. Oh, yes. Unia. Unia awakens uh give me a perception check brushing the hair out of their face uh that's not fantastic 13 you see nothing (laughs) never mind no um everyone hears a scream as unia is brutally killed unia hears uh am i benefiting from concealment due to dim light or darkness uh technically yes 15 then uh unia awakens the door is open. Hello. I don't appreciate being watched while I am sleeping. Unia will get out of bed. Uh, as you start to get up, uh, you feel the blankets almost like pull at the corner. Huh? And and you see and you looking down, you would see that there is a small child sitting on a hem of blankets. That's kind of uh fallen off the edge of the bed uh, hello Kester. yeah you startled me sorry i was uh um i had kind of a nightmare so i came in but you were asleep so you are free to awaken me should you need uh, me okay what is wrong the unia yes you talked to aridin too right yes you know um do you think that people are people that are not humans can be good. Aridin tells me that it's good to it like humans are good, and uh, you know humans are good. Aridin yeah. is responsible for looking after us. Yeah. The other races, but other are, other people, they they're good too, right? Like, yes, like, yes. Like, uh, other races have other gods to look after them. The elves have an entire pantheon, as far as I understand. The dwarves have Torag and the other members of the dwarven pantheon, uh, and other races have other deities which they worship. Okay. Eridan is ours. Okay. Eridan looks after us. That's good. So all the other people, they've got. They've got gods that tell them that they're good, too. Yes. That's good. At least as far as I understand. I'm sure there there are groups of other people who are told by their gods that they are bad and that this is what they are supposed to be. Uh, if not, we would not have worshippers of Lamashtu or Urgothoa or Zonkuthon 
or I don't I don't really know much about them. I do not know much about them either. I was rather early in my studies when I was brought here, and there is much I need to relearn. Our, does Aridin think that other, other people are good too? He doesn't really talk about other people. Like, does he? Does does Aridin like Damien? Aridin does like Damien, I believe. As far as I understand, both of Damien's parents were human. Because Damien's my friend, and I don't. You know, some people uh, I've I've talked I have have friends tiefling friends before, and like people didn't think they were good um, because they're tieflings. But there are many who see tieflings as evidence of evil influence in the world. Yeah, and although some of those tieflings are evidence of infernal actions taking place. Most tieflings are... What's an infernal action? You know, the, uh, we told you about the imps we fought, yes? Yeah. And how you had to I had to, uh, uh, hit him with silver. Yes. Yeah, you told uh, me about imps, that part. Imps are a small sort of fiend. Now, others, such as those at the Academy, sometimes make deals with more powerful infernal beings. And... Occasionally, such actions leave a mark on one's soul, and the influence of the infernal may come forth in uh, the appearance of one's children. Now, from what I understand of Damien, this was not the case, and from what Damien has told me, as I've asked him similar questions, is that most tieflings have very little understanding of why they appear the way they do. So, obviously, Damien, although he is young and requires guidance, is generally good at heart and is trustworthy. I believe it is difficult to make generalizations about all people. Okay. But I would say in our own experience, some tieflings are good. Okay. Why are you concerned? As, um... Ah, uh, it's, uh, it's, I don't know, it's, um, uh, Does this have to do with the nightmare you had? He just nods. Mm -hmm. Would you like to talk about your nightmare? Mm, then, he, then he just shakes his head no. Sometimes, uh, sometimes Aridin says things and I don't know if it's, if it's good. Aridin sometimes is known to put the needs of humanity over the needs of others, and also to... Seek to defeat opposition in a manner that could be seen by some as ruthless hmm. for the sake of humanity overall. If I don't like something, I don't have to do it, right? That is up to you. Oh. You have been blessed with a very rare and unique gift, but that does not necessarily mean you are beholden to it. Your choice remains your own regarding what you'll do about it. Okay. Have you heard anything that has troubled you? Um, no, um, just sometimes, um, sometimes, it, no, no. I'm gonna yeah, sense motive, sense motive <laughs> that. Mmm, 16. You can tell that he's, he's definitely disturbed by something, but you're not entirely sure in what way. 
Child. Kid's hard to read. <laughs> Child, you... You know you can talk to me about anything. Yeah, I'll just, you know, I, I, you and Lenore and, and Damien and Ophelia, you do, in lot, you do lots of stuff and, you know, I, I don't want to bother you with some, like... You are you know. a priority. Okay. Aradin has told me to keep you safe, as has Zalara. Oh, that's the lady in the cards? Yes. What Damien carries around? Yes. Ah, yeah. I have been directed by several different powers to keep you safe. What if I got turned into something that wasn't a human? Would would, would Eridan still like me? Would Eridan still talk to me? It depends on what you were turned into and why. If you became something due to evil actions that hurt others, I believe Eridan would be rather upset with you. If you were turned into something against your own wishes, I do not believe he would hold it against you. If uh, so if but, I didn't have a choice, you don't think you were mine? As long as you weren't hurting people, what manner of transformation were you concerned about? I don't, I don't know. Is that, what if I got turned into a tiefling? I, would Eridan still like me? I believe so. You would have once been human. Yeah. And if it happened due to something that was not your fault, or was not due to you making pacts that hurt other people. I, I can't anticipate there would be anything okay. damaging about that. Okay. Thank you, Why Yenia. Why do you ask? I had a dream that I, was, I wasn't a human. Oh. And, and, uh, and Aridin was mad at me. Well, um, you are human, and Aridin is not mad at you, as far as I know. He hasn't talked to me in a while, though. Um... I had a question. Yeah. You mentioned some time ago when you were talking to your friends at the Citadel that we were going to get to the part with the shapeshifters. Yeah. We, um, we, we encountered a shapeshifter yesterday. Yeah. Was that what you were referring to? I don't know. Aridin just said that, that the cover of night would find shapeshifters. Has Aridin told you that the cover of night would find anything else? No. Um, let's see. That, that, he, I mean, he told me stories about you. Hmm. Um, he told me there was, uh, there was one with a castle and you're going to be in the castle. And then there was one. Um, have you been to cast the castle? Yes. Ah, that's, that's, one, uh, that's one down then. <laughs> um, let's see, um, yeah, he, he told me the one about the castle, uh, and there's knights and such. Were the knights there? Yes. Yeah, that one. I, I like that one. Although I um, imagine there are often knights at the castle. And then there's one with, with the lady who couldn't sleep. Um. Yes, uh, Guard Captain Croft. Yeah. Field Marshal Croft. Uh, she's the lady at the Citadel Nick. Yeah. Yes. She, I believe, has finally gotten some sleep. That's good. And then there's the one where you're chasing people. Yes, we were chasing some bandits who were taking advantage of those who were less capable of discovering their disguises. I haven't heard much else after that. It's like... And, and sometimes when I'm alone, I try to talk to Eridan, 
and he doesn't always talk to me. That is often the nature of one's relationship with a god. He's not mad at me, is he? No. Okay. There are a few things one must take on faith, even when one often is able to talk to one's gods. And that is that even when you are not able to reach them yourself, they are always watching and supporting you. Okay. Even though I have never heard from Aradin in the way that you have with prophecy, I do receive spells every day. Okay. If such a day comes that I ask for spells and I do not receive them, it is more likely that I have done something to destroy my relationship with my god than that something has happened to them. There are many people who believe that because they stopped receiving spells from Eredin, that Eredin was dead. But obviously, he is not. Keep faith. Do you want to know a secret? Yes. Do you want to know a secret? Yes, what is the secret? I'll get a spell from Eredin. You do? Yeah. What can you do? Uh, and, uh... And, uh, Kester, like, closes his eyes. And you watch as... As, like, these little notes of light form around him. And he opens his eyes again. And his eyes are kind of glowing a little bit. Dancing lights. Impressive. Uh, and he goes, pick a color. Yellow. No, you're not supposed to tell me. I'm supposed to guess it. Sorry. It's yellow. Yes. I'm thinking of another color. Purple. Yes. I was thinking of purple. Are you reading my thoughts? Little bit. Interesting. I do not believe I know that one. Yeah. He gave it to me a while back because I needed to know what people were thinking sometimes. Otherwise, I'd, I'd be in danger. Yes. Eridan is looking out for you. <laughs> what are you thinking right now? Um, <laughs> Yidia's thinking sort of like... That's really useful. How do I get in that action? <laughs> it's okay, Yunia. You'll get to do it sometime, I bet. Right? You I... get spells from Aridin all the time. I I do, yes. Maybe you can talk to him and get this one. Can I try to spellcraft? I don't have any ranks in spellcraft. Uh, I have, Yunia has um, no idea what spell this is. <laughs> uh, I think as a cleric, you would know what spells are available to clerics yeah not on the uh cleric spell list but it is in the knowledge domain yeah the yeah second level yeah i figured that that re the detect thoughts was not on the cleric spell list but it um, is in the knowledge domain it is in the knowledge which i domain. believe is in aridin's uh purview i mean yeah i think so let me check let me check aridin again real quick yep he has the knowledge domain in fact uh, i believe that prophecy is a subschool of knowledge yes 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 I believe your skills come from a domain that has not been granted to me. But I believe you are extremely lucky to have them. I've always been able to do it. It's as long as you good. can remember. Yeah, as long as I can remember. Fascinating. If anyone asks, Eridan has been alive all this time. And he has been talking to you for... Nine years? Yeah. Nine years. It'll be ten years. Um, well, I don't know when, but um, I think in the summer. That is certainly more impressive than my matter of months. And I, I, imagine, I, I imagine this would lead into a 
fairly long conversation about the the about the the expected glorious coming of Aridin and the promise of uh, Cheliax and yep, yep, how yep. disappointed they were when they found out what happened to it now. Yep. So with that, um, you have breakfast. We won't go into details of what it is. <laughs> And then you make your way out. Uh, what is the first thing that you would want to do? Um, well, I think we should probably go check in with Cressida to make sure that she slept okay uh, and didn't, you know, get killed or something. And also if she's had any sort of revelations while she's been sleeping. She's gained 12 levels of Oracle. She's gained many revelations. Uh, and then probably go sell some of this gear. Or maybe we should sell the gear for, yeah, let's sell the gear first. <laughs> You're going to sell the gear first? <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have to lug it all the way to Citadel Volshynik, okay. and no thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, give me a diplomacy to gather information, sort of hunting for the shop right. that will do the best all for right. you. Um, also, Ophelia in her um, social identity will have joined them today. Boom. Oh, oh, oh guess what? I got a natural 20. Yeah, 33. Somewhere around Eadred's walk. There would be a general goods store that has a great reputation for giving adventurers really good prices. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You would walk into this store. There is a very tall, there's a very tall person in a very long coat at the counter who goes, Welcomes to business. <laughs> um, give me a perception check while okay. you're looking at them. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ophelia's gotten a 15. <laughs> Lenore's also got a 15. Damien's got a 7. <laughs> Uni's got a 20! You walk in this door, the bell dings at the top, and, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna be aware of a couple things. <laughs> oh, no. One... There's a smell in this store. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not a good smell. Oh, no. Two, there's some little bloody footprints coming from the back room. Oh, no. And three, there's sort of a moment where the four of you are looking at this tall person in a trench coat and going, this guy's kind of unseemly. And and for three of you, it's just like, this guy's kind of weird looking. And then who got the 20? Unia. <laughs> Unia goes... That's two goblins in a trench coat <laughs> pretending to be a person. Oh no. Welcome to shops. <laughs> Much monies for the adventurers. Are you two goblins in a trench coat? No. <laughs> Says what if? Oh no. Unia, rolled. A natural one. Now, I do believe that there's modifiers on, uh, uh, hold on, hold on, bluff. <laughs> the lie is impossible. Minus 20. <laughs> I get a total of nine. You know, there's probably a logical explanation for this. <laughs> Maybe it's a guy who's polymorphed to look like goblins in a trench coat. Welcome to shops. Adventurers buy things, yes? I 
What about this thing? Allow me to express. Sort of of weirdly, weirdly bends almost like a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing tube man. Uh, uh, Allow me to express. And a shortened arm reaches toward the counter. My sympathies for your physical disfigurement. We have always been like this. I have always been like this. (laughs) What do buys? Uh, Lenore, uh, clearly too tired for this, uh, is lugging a large backpack full of all of the long swords and some pitchforks and some crossbows. For all these things, we gives you amount of money, torches, and cheese, (laughs) and also this potion. <laughs> Holds up uh, a uh, bottle. It looks like a beer bottle. Magic potion, very strong. Damien wants to look at the potion. From best alchemists can I, can I... in Corvosa. Alchemists? Which alchemists? Best ones. Mm. Can I take a look at that? Mm, no, must pay first. No free samples. Detect magic. It's no magic. That's. I think. Is that just. Is that just water? No. Much better. Beer? Yes. Uh, I mean, magic beer. Uh, you, you know, I'm not... Uh, it's it's like nine in the morning, man. What are you doing with your life? We are we are making shops. We are selling, <laughs> selling mercantilism to adventurers. <laughs> if you don't have money... You go. Lenore pulls, pulls the, the lifts the enormous bag of junk items onto the counter. Okay. Um, oh, good's the cheese. Cheese, <laughs> <laughs> mm, very good. Only been sitting out for three days. Is that what the smell is? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it smells like. Like there's a body somewhere. Oh no! That's probably been sitting out for an equivalent amount of days. Oh no! <laughs> Do we see a body? Um, sort of like leaning, trying to see past the back room. Ah, no peeking. Special wears only for special customers. <laughs> Can 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 Ophelia try to sneak back there? <laughs> uh, you're being observed right now. Uh, so. Right, dang. Yeah. Okay, so no. no, I do not have hide plate sight. Okay, not yet. If only the, these two these two goblins in a trench coat weren't so darn convincing. No. So you definitely <laughs> recognize that these are two goblins in a trench coat. Um, they've bluffed well enough that you're you're sort of like, oh, I'm I'm sure they have a good reason for. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 a it's a human who's been polymorphed into two goblins in a trench coat, or it's somebody disguised for some reason as, as two, two goblins, goblins in, in a trench, trench coat. coat. Yeah, uh, and it's a really good disguise. Uh, maybe they're hiding from whoever killed the other person. <laughs> yep. <laughs> do Do you have? <sighs> I understand. You probably need to get rid of the cheese. Do you have any money? Oh, we have much monies. Can you give us money for uh, these they items? Reach, they reach under the counter. They pull out a bag. They push, pop it on the pop it on the counter. And for the purposes of 
Simplicity. We're going to say it's enough money to cover the loot that you're carrying. Hey! If you so choose to sell to this man. Yes. I will choose to sell to this man. <laughs> we give you this many monies for all of your things. All right. Come and back. Yeah. Well, what's this? We'll room? have more cheese. What? <laughs> what is this place called? Heads and tails. Heads and tails. <laughs> um, you will note the sign that says heads and tails. It's just a, a picture of a head and a picture of a tail. The head looks sufficiently goblin-like. It looks like the sign was put up having destroyed some other sign that was probably there before. <laughs> Lenore walks out shaking. They refuse to buy your wizard's spell book. Everyone walks out shaking their head. Lenore goes, strange guy. <laughs> Goodness. I hope this money's good. It's all wood. <laughs> no! no! No, 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 no. It's, it's, no, it's, it's real money. Good, good. <laughs> I hope he gets his goblin problem fixed. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Goodness. Wait, what? Did anybody get his name? Uh, no. Oh, no, I was a little bit distracted by the terrible smell. (laughs) Wait, did you want to ask what his name is? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, sorry, what's your name? Heads, uh, you're here at the exact same time. Tails from somewhere (laughs) in the middle. (laughs) Oh, now that I've laughed so hard that I've uh, completely lacerated my vocal cords, let's let's go to Citadel Volshianik. With more money in your pocket. Yes. Uh, not a lot of goods at that store, though. It looks mm, almost as if it's bads. been looted. <laughs> not a lot of goods. More bads. <laughs> Many bads here at Heads and Tails. <laughs> All bads. <laughs> Except cheese. Cheese good. <laughs> Potions good. <laughs> anyway. Magic beer. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, with that out of the way. That was delightful. Yes. All right. So uh, you go to Citadel Volshianik. Uh, you would have to wait for a little while. Cressida's sleeping in. Uh, Cressida's actually uh, was up earlier in the morning. Oh. Uh, like if you ask, uh, she was up quite early this morning, having had a nice night of rest. Aww. And then now she is dealing with politics. Mm. Uh, the commandant of Sable Company is visiting. Oh. And so they are having a discussion I wonder if we could find out from Sable Company person what happened to the Seneschal. They said that the meeting's probably going to be going for probably like another 30 minutes or 45 minutes or something. Can somebody sneak up to the door and like listen? Hmm, good question. Um, You would probably be in a room observed by guards. Mm -hmm. You would need a distraction in order to stealth. Somebody would have to make a bluff check. Yes. Somebody not Ophelia. Or, or, what, which guys are you in? Are you in the... Uh, social identity. Social identity. Okay. Hey, have any of you guys done your training yet this morning? I'm feeling like sparring with somebody. Um, uh, well, we could, we could, I mean, we could take down to the training yard and, uh, and spar there. Like, yeah, we could also just do it here. This is, this is totally indoors. Yeah. The ceilings not, are only like 10 feet high. What if we hit the have, ceiling? Do you not have any practice fighting indoors? I mean, I do, but like... I mean, I feel like it's important to learn how to fight indoors. We're, we're, we're in the waiting room. 
it's just us in here. Uh, make a diplomacy. <laughs> diplomacy or bluff? Um, you're you're just bluffing to create a distraction. Yeah, do a bluff. Yeah, okay. Fifteen. Ooh, got a nineteen on die. No! <laughs> because why would you want to fight in here? Sorry. To... Hold on. Are you are you messing with me? What do you want? Uh, can you get us an audience with the Sable Company guy? No, 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 no. They, they don't want to be disturbed. They're talking about matters of city security. Or do you know what those matters are? No. I'm, I'm just I'm just a regular guard. Uh, aren't you curious? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but... uh. Curious enough to, like, let one of us go over and <laughs> Give me a diplomacy check. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. No. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So I do. I, if you do want to spar later, though, we can go downstairs. Okay. So you wait like the 30, 45 minutes, something like that. Uh, it actually starts to press into an hour. Ah. Uh, and then um, I've linked you a nice picture. This very Hawkeye-looking guy, like, looks very much. Oh like, my gosh. Sort of like, sort of like a mixture between Jeremy Renner and um. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, kind of, yeah. Like he an, looks like an Avenger. He definitely looks like an Avenger. Um, as this guy walks through the room, just nods at you. Cover of night. Sable company person. <laughs> and then uh, and then he just like walks out. We'll go into Cressida. <laughs> hey, hi. How are you guys doing today? Hi. Um, uh, I see that you've been well rested. Yeah, I. Uh, what was the deal with that guy? You know, uh, politics. Yeah, did he have anything to say about the Seneschal? Um, he had a lot to say about the Seneschal. Anything uh, that we can do? No. When she says no, actually give me a sense motive. Mmm, I'm rolling so well here. Um, who's got a good sense motive? Theoretically, everyone can roll sense motive. Okay, I mean, everybody has a rank in it, but I just want to... Well, sense motive is an untrained skill. Oh, right. Like, well, here, Unia's rolling. Unia's got a total of 20. Uh, Damien's got 14. Lenore's got 12. And Ophelia's got, ooh, uh, 21. So, like, 25 total, if everybody's putting their heads together. <laughs> as soon as Cressida cuts, like, sort of cuts this off at the no, you get the impression that that's probably what they were talking about. Mm. Uh. Uh, and Cressida is decidedly, like, there is nothing to discuss here. Mm. That is a no laden with, I was just dealing with that shit for an hour. Oh. You know, um... If you, if, if you want, there's, we can always do whatever we can to help. You Listen, just need to let us know. We haven't heard from the Seneschal, but, the, but it is entirely within the Seneschal's uh, prerogative to take a leave of absence for the safety of the city. And I'm not about to start undermining the Seneschal's authority if he's done something that warrants this. It's, it's less of a concern over whether we're uh, undermining his authority and more of a, is it a leave of absence or a leave of actually being dead? We will give him time and see. Suffice it to say, I have people that are investigating. And if it comes to light that something has happened to him, we will act accordingly. 
So, uh, given our performance uh, the other day with Varric Van Kaskerken, could we potentially be on the list of people you might tap to investigate things like this in the future? <sighs> Matters of political power. No offense. I'd like to keep them kind of close to the chest. Oh, that's fine. Yes, I understand. One of the authorities vested in me is the appointment of a new seneschal should something happen to the current one. The most common practice is to appoint the commandant of the Sable Company. Oh, so was he coming here to pitch for his election? I'll leave that to your imagination. Suffice it to say, we were discussing the Seneschal. I have no reason yet to believe that a new Seneschal should be appointed. Okay. I'm very sorry for continuing to belabor that subject for you. Thank you. Do you have something else to discuss? Yes. Because really, I've had about as much discussion of the Seneschal as I can take for a morning. Yes, yes. Um, We were just going to update you on what we were planning to do, just, you know, in the event that um, we don't come back tonight um, or tomorrow or the day after that, you know, how things like that happen. Um, we were searching out uh, places where Baldrago and uh, Karala might be. Okay. And we asked the lady uh, who works the bar at the Baylor's Retreat uh, if they were there and she hadn't seen them. But she gave us a number of other bars that they might be at. And we thought that later today we would do some investigating uh-huh. under the guise of bar crawling. Uh-huh. And I wanted to let you know that if you got reports that the cover of night were carousing and having a good time, we're actually investigating. I'm serious. Well, if, um, if you can find enough safety in Corvosa to carouse and have a good time as well. I think it's well earned. Well, thank you. We were also planning on going to uh, the south end of town where Edgar's friend, who he left, Edgar Milosave, um, he left a missing persons report here yes. about a friend of his who had gone missing I, in the south end. She, she looks at Lenore kind of in response to this and goes, I'm sorry we weren't able to investigate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, sorry, just forget about it. There's a lot of... It's all right. Going on at yeah, the time. yeah. Forget about it. Anyway, we were thinking that we would go down to where he was last seen and just see if we can find any information or clues or see if any trouble that's there wants to try to find us. Very well. Was there anything else that you wanted us to do today? Um, nothing for you at the moment. Just so that we have this on record. Where, if I were to, uh, if I were to seek you for work that might be up your alley. Where would I call on you? Well, I've been moving around a lot. Um, Lenore uh, sort of speaks up. They've all been staying at my house. Uh, that's at 14 Burnt Bridge Boulevard. Just a uh, knock. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll send somebody there if we need you. Alright. In the meantime, don't, you don't have to keep coming back here. All right. I mean, you know, we were just a little concerned yesterday or after yesterday when you were saying things like, oh, don't go investigating that. You'll put yourselves in danger. And Well, y- yes. Um, again, the Arconas are. They're quite well connected people. And I no, don't want no, you no, to no. It's just like get involved. 
yeah, we've just uh, had some bad experiences lately with um, people turning up dead. And the Citadel is well reinforced. You don't need to worry about me. All right. If you needed to worry about me, you would need to worry about a whole lot more. I mean, there's certainly plenty of things to worry about around here these yes. days. Enjoy your, uh, how did you put it? Carousing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'll be going out. Siren really needs to sleep off all the stuff that you all did yesterday. Mm. Apparently she was drinking last night. Yeah, or maybe you two to? should coordinate a time that actually works for both of you to come in at the same time. It might yeah. make communication a little bit easier. Oh, I'm I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, it's um, yeah. you know, we we have very different schedules. Uh, I start to feel like I might be playing a game of sending, and uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm I'm sorry about that. I'll talk to her about it. You know, it's sort of a it's been a point of tension in our relationship for a little while. I don't. Oh, I get uh, a little tired of arguing about it all right i don't want to get into all that uh but, your, your relationship that's that's your business i you know I'll, I'll see if there's anything we can do um yeah uh, it might just be a little bit more efficient yeah yeah i yeah um i'll see if the next time we come in if we can coordinate so that siren can also come in yeah mm. all right thank you so much for your patience i know that you've been through a lot recently all right well if there's nothing else um I have a lot of meetings to get through today. Absolutely. Remember uh, to stay hydrated and make sure that nobody who's coming in is sick. All right, mother. I mean, you're just... <laughs> There's a lot going on, okay? Okay. Um, so she sort, of, she sort of like goes, okay, you can go now. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Playing it on a little thick there, Ophelia. <laughs> All right. So... It's morning, or is it sort of like early afternoon now? Because it'd probably been, like, be some... like it'd probably be um, noonish. All right, um, so a little too early so... to go drinking. Uh, maybe, maybe for some. Nah. <laughs> for some people, I'm sure the party's just getting going, and for some, it's just keeps on going. <laughs> How about while it's broad daylight, and while we're at the south end of town, uh, let's go to where um. Uh, Edgar's friend was last seen. Where was that again? Was uh? It was in. It was in the uh, south, south side of the Highbridge. Uh, I think it's a borough. Is Highbridge? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Highbridge is right here. So is it over? Was it by Edward's Walk? Uh, it was along Last Way. Mm, last Way. <laughs> wow. Ominous. Ominous. As they're getting ready to leave, Damien's going to turn to Ophelia and go, you know, we might be going a place that's kind of dangerous. Are you sure you don't want to, like, go tag team with your girlfriend um, and go, you know, get ready for the bar crawl later? You know, hydrate and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and um, Ophelia's like, you know, that's that's probably a good idea. Um, I think that she was going to get lunch um, down the road a little ways. I'll just go and meet up with her, and I'll be right back. Uh, and Or rather, she'll be right back? Uh, yes, and she'll be right back. Yes, that was what I said. Lenora turns around. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, hold. And she's already gone. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, a couple of minutes later. They're walking out, and suddenly Siren is behind them, and they don't know when she got there. Let me roll stealth and just make sure that works. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a 31 on stealth. Lenore's like, gosh, I really wish she'd stop running away. Hello. Hi, hi Siren. 
Simon's like, hello. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> uh, so we're going to uh, head down to last way now. Okay. So Highbridge is technically part of the shingles. Oh. Um, huh. I thought that the shingles were up in old Corvosa because it's described as being, you know, sort of an old Corvosa thing. Uh, the shingles came into being only a few decades ago when urban renewal projects uh, on Endrin Isle pushed old Corvosa's poorest people into bridge front. Ah, As people flooded into the area, they quickly ran out of room. Taking a cut, uh, taking a cue from Kermaga, they built upwards with lean-tos and shacks, creating impromptu third stories uh, on many of the ward's buildings. The temporary third stories gave way to more permanent additions, which in turn received tents and shacks atop them. Oh my goodness. Over time, the progression of haphazard permanency gave rise to a ramshackle gave wall rise. of residences, reaching as high as five floors in some places. Yikes. These cramped and irregular roof lines uh, gave homes to some of the city's poorest and most desperate people. The children of these impoverished people grew up on the roofs of Bridgefront and thought little of traversing the ward by moving above it. Over time, they learned that other sections of the city with equally dense roof lines could also provide hidden and convenient paths. At first, these young daredevils uh, only used the roofs as highways and called running along the rooftops shingle dashing. As the practice became more common and different underworld elements saw potential in its use, permanent and semi-permanent waypoints, structures, and safe houses appeared on roofs throughout the crowded parts of the city. Eventually, these rooftop communities became known collectively as the shingles. Huh. While it began in uh, so while it began in Bridgefront up in Old Corvosa, similarly dense population centers have sort of developed the same sort of progression uh-huh. uh, with structures be- being built on top of structures. And you can now find them in uh, the Pillar Hill District, where you guys were actually yesterday. Uh-huh. As well as Cliffside, which is like a little bit further to the west. Mm-hmm. High Bridge, West Dock. West Dock is where Lamb's Fishery yeah, was. Yeah, Lamb's Fishery, yeah. Uh, and also uh, where a lot of stuff is actually happens. Alara's house yeah. was there. Yeah. Um... The Baylor's Retreat is there. Uh-huh. And so all of them sort of exist in this, in sort of like sprawl of tents and slap, slapped on additions to buildings and stuff like that. Going into another area, this section of the shingles has a nautical look to it. Gangplanks, massive nets, canvas covers, and toppled ship's masts act as connectors, highways, roofs, and floors of the jury-rigged amalgamation. These jumbled and swaying constructions provide hundreds of hiding spaces for various creeping things. In addition to the normal chokers and sturges, a high number of shingle spiders live above the roofs what? of Weststock. What? Yeah. What are shingle spiders? Oh, glad you asked. You remember those spiders that you dealt with in Gadrin's uh, fishery? Yes. They're like those. Um, but they live up in the shingles and they're that big. I feel like I'm in Dragon Age 2 where Hawk keeps saying, the main character keeps saying stuff like why is it always giant spiders? Because it's always... They're like spiders the size of cats. It's always giant spiders. Why is it always giant spiders? (laughs) They They are tiny vermin. 
tiny, very relative term here. About the size of a, I think a cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think house cats are tiny. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the that's sort of the reference size for a for a tiny creature. Yes. No, mm. oh, I hate it. You could freaking capture those things and roast them and crack their legs yeah, like crabs. You could. You could. Yuck. Uh, so the the spiders that you fought in Gadrin's fishery were drain spiders. Yes. Which are sort of the more more aquatically friendly version of the drain spider. Of the. I'm sorry, of the shingle spider. And if they bite you, you get shingles. <laughs> Mega fortitude save. You failed, you're going to have pain in a random part of your body in 8 to 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I've, listed to my, I've added to my list of shops, uh, heads and tails, uh, owner, two goblins in a trench coat pretending to be a person. <laughs> Their goods and services are general goods, and they're in the Pillar Hill district. <laughs> general goods and general bads. <laughs> I'm going to put that in there. <laughs> so. So. We are walking through this area. Yeah. Uh, Lenore is sort of looking up and is like, I thought I was going to get away from this stuff when I moved here from Kermaga. And it seems like it just keeps following me. <laughs> I don't want a giant spider falling. In this area, there's like a lot of activity. There'd be people below you if you're on the on on like the second floor, as well as people above you. Yeah, gosh. It's um, it's it's quite a flurry of activity. Let me see if anything's going on right now. Yeah. Boy, I'm glad Ophelia didn't come with us. She'd be eaten alive here. You notice a flurry of activity. Uh, as gangplanks and netting are being, like, sort of thrown uh, out of an alleyway. Oh, my goodness. Like, very dramatically. All right. Uh, and there's a loud screeching. Okay, we're going to go see what that is. Hustling along through some of these winding corridors of lean-tos and nets and all this sort of stuff, you would find trapped uh, on, like, a third floor of a five-story Mass, good lord, of buildings. Uh, a large creature uh, with a hawk's wings, talons, uh, and hooked beak, and like a horse-like body. Oh, its, it's wings a... like sort of flapping wildly. It's a hippogriff, this, and it's just ah! goodness. It's a it's it's a hippogriff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it and it's it's stuck? it's sort of it's sort of like one of its wings is caught in a in a net, and it's like whoa whoa <laughs> easy easy. Rolling handle animal. Uh, 22. Um, Lenore puts up her hands. We used... Gestures to everyone else to put up their hands and just, like, look non-threatening. Hey, we got, we got you. We got you. And it's sort of, it's sort of like, sort of like thrashing, like, <laughs> and like kicking. And as it's kicking, like other structures are like falling down whoa, 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 around whoa. it. Whoa, whoa, And you would, you would Easy. see that there's, there's, there's like a perimeter of like uh, people who have, who have tried to run away from it uh, and like get clear of it thrashing around. Um, <laughs> can I, can I uh, see if I can get it free of whatever it's, whatever's. Uh, what did you get for handle animal? 22. As you're getting close, it's sort of like, you see it, like, look at you. Easy. Uh, easy, we're here to help. You're stuck. We're going to get you out. It, it's 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 kind of in a position where if it's not flapping its its wings, it's almost like hanging by one of them. 
Yeah. Um, uh, and so it's like trying to like push against the side, but like the structure's just sort of falling a bit. Can and, like, I leaning. can I can I try to cut it out of the net? Um yeah, you could give me a disable device. Disable device. Or you could cut the net. Uh uh Siren will climb up on the net and see if she can uh disable that device. That is another twenty-two. Okay, yeah. You managed to free the net from where it's sort of, like, wedged in. You imagine that the net was supposed to be suspending some other piece of structure, but that uh -huh. got knocked out by the hippogriff. Uh-huh. Um, and the hippogriff, like, sort of, like, looks at you, cocks its head a little bit to the side. I have no idea what you're saying, but uh, it's okay. It's okay. What are you doing here, huh? Um, cut free, the hippogriff would sort of, like, try to start climbing. Um back up toward like the surface oh all right all right we'll we'll follow it we'll help it up it's sort of stumbling like pieces oh. falling out from under it it's oh. just it's way too big for this area oh my goodness um, what are you what are you doing here how'd you get here hey it's okay it's okay and so you see like it gets up toward roughly the top there's like still a few things like uh blocking it and it sort of flexes its wings um um, do, do, do hippogriffs understand common? Uh, good question. Uh, would you like to roll a knowledge check for me? Yes! Damien will roll knowledge. What am I rolling? Uh, knowledge nature. Knowledge or nature. Or actually, knowledge arcana. Knowledge arcana, that's they're better. They're magical beasts. Oh, uh, 15? Uh, they're very common here, so I'll give you the description. Uh, the hippogriff bears the wings, four legs, and head of a great raptor bird, and the tail and body of a magnificent horse. As horses are a preferred meal for griffins, sages claim some flesh-warping wizard with an ironic sense of humor long ago created this unfortunate fusion of horse and hawk as a joke. <laughs> a hippogriff's feathers bear coloration similar to that of a hawk or an eagle. However, some breeders have managed to produce specimens with stark white or coal-black feathers. Oh, pretty. Uh, a hippogriff's torso and hind end are most often bay, chestnut, or gray, with some coats bearing pinto or even palomino coloration. Aww. Hippogriffs measure 11 feet long and weigh upwards of 1,500 pounds. Does this one have a particular look, or is it just sort uh, of... This would be... This would probably look like a bay. Aww. Um, like a bay with, like, red tail hawk feathers. Aww. <laughs> it's so scared. They also watch the skies for predators because they are the preferred meal of griffins, wyvern, and young dragons. Oh my goodness. Um, so griffins eat horses and they also eat hippogriffs. Yes. They eat horses and, and also hippogriffs. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. As it sort of gets up here, it like looks at you. Uh, Ophelia cut it free, yeah? Yep. It like looks at Ophelia. Sort of <laughs> stumbles a little bit on oh. one on one of the lighter hey, it's building okay. blocks. Goes up toward you. It's okay. Reaches his head out. Oh, oh, Siren puts out her hand. It carefully approaches. Oh. Hey, it's okay. Nuzzles your hand with its with its beak. Oh, it's a baby. Oh, it's just, Siren's just gonna sort of gently pat it, like you do with a horse's muzzle or a horse's, uh, yeah, with a horse's muzzle. Just sort Roll of me another handle animal. Uh, uh, she doesn't have any ranks in it, but Lenore has ranks in handle animals, so can she be sort of chaperoning? Yeah, yeah, you could sort of do that, like, thing where you, where you, like, yeah, like, show somebody who's never interacted yeah. with a horse how to interact with a horse. <gasps> Ooh, 24. 
Okay. So like Lenore, Lenore sort of like comes up and like guides Ophelia on how to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be be careful. Don't make direct eye contact. They're prey animals. They're terrified. <laughs> uh, just be very gentle. Yeah, like that. That's it. And it makes this like gentle, almost like a coo. <laughs> Takes a couple steps back, flexes its wings a little bit. Oh, oh, um, um did, sorry, did we get any facts from the 15 that we Oh, yeah, 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 um, you would get one extra fact. Do they understand common? What's No, or... they don't understand okay, common. Okay, okay. Um, they can be <laughs> trained as with handle animal, um, but they're quite difficult to train. Uh, they have to be captured young in order to be trained. Um, yeah. Now, most of the hippogriffs in Corvosa are very well trained. Yeah. But there are some wild hippogriffs around. Yeah, does this one appear to be wild? Or um, it's hard to tell. Yeah. It might be one that was just out hunting and fell into the shingles. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. Doesn't it? Doesn't have any like it's not been branded or have um, any sort of um, like. Give me a perception. Alrighty. Perception. Oh. Uh, natural twenty. Total of twenty-five. Okay. Um, yeah, you would you would find uh, sort of on its flank. There's sort of a mark, like, um, like shaved into its into the fur on like the horse flank part of it, ah. that looks like this anchor with wings uh, yeah. on a shield, that uh, that the that the sable company uses as their symbol. Okay. So this is probably a sable company hippograph uh, out eating. Ah, how'd you get out here? What are you doing in the shingles, huh? <laughs> left you here? It's still flexing. It's one wing that was yeah. caught in the net. Um, um, let's make a heel check. Yep. Uni is going to make a heel check. Twelve. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's it's probably at the very least, it's probably at least sprained. Uh, uh, you, you can't really get like I much. Will, I will boop it with the wand of cure light wounds. Ooh. Uh, uh, I will have Lenore boop it with the wand of cure light wounds. You give me a UMD. Oh, I don't. I don't know if Laura can be can make this UMD check. I don't have any ranks in UMD, so I don't think she can. Unia will ask Lenore. Uh, it seems this beast is hurt. Would would you be able to assist me in allowing me to heal it? <laughs> Let's take the horse to the vet. Uh, uh, well, I'm just gonna have Lenore roll another handle animal. Uh, oh boy! Oh boy! That's a nine. Well, it's already friendly to you, actually. Because you freed it and you did that. So I don't think you do anything worse. Oh, okay. Um, but you do do magic and it doesn't understand the magic. Um, so I will allow you to get off the cure light, but uh -huh. then it's going to run. All right. All right. Cure, cure light. Oop. I heal it. Four points of damage. Yeah. Almost in response to the magic going off, it goes, ah! And, wait, like, wait. takes off. Sorry. Bye. Takes its wings and it like propels itself backward, screeches oh. at you, uh, and hey, and, hey, whoa! And then it sort of like hovers for a sec. Oh, fly check. Oh, it's not a great fly check. Oh, just barely hovers. <laughs> and it just sort of like stumbles on its wings a little bit. Hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! It's okay. It's gonna flap up a little bit and it's gonna sort of take off. Hey, come, come, no, wait, wait, come here. And it's going. Ah, oh, friggin' prey animals. Uh, thanks for healing it anyway. 
that sort of takes off flying off toward the castle. I am of. sorry I frightened it. No, no, no. It was, it was clearly hurt. It was making a huge mess because it couldn't fly. Like, no, it's a... Uh, I appreciate it, and I'm sure it appreciates it, too, insofar as animals can appreciate things. Uh, so it flies off toward the castle? So that was a uh, Sable Company hippogriff. I wonder if it's riders around here anywhere. Can I make a perception check and see if any see if anybody uh, Sure. About now like a lot of the people who would have been like hiding from it are kind of coming out of their uh homes. Okay, Lenore got a 16. Yeah. Uh Lenore got a 15. Ophelia got a 23. Um and then I can you know roll somebody else. Actually, you would see that there's, like, family that's, like, coming out from one of the more torn-up houses, and this guy's, like, yelling uh, in a language that uh, you probably don't understand. Uh, um, Damien speaks common, infernal, abyssal, draconic, elven, Verizian, and Shawanti. Nope. nope. Um, th yeah, there's a guy uh, There's a guy yelling in a language that you don't understand, um, and he sort of, like, looks at all of you, and he continues, like, yelling at you. Um and like, uh, and then like a little kid comes out and he's like, so sorry, uh, my, my, my dad is, uh, he's saying that, uh, he's saying that somebody needs to, needs to pay for the damages to his home. Um, oh. that the, the hippogriff destroyed our, our, our front porch. I'm, um, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Um, um do you want to, um, the, uh, Damien is like lifting up some stuff. Somebody from with... the city has to do something that the guards have to pay for it for the d damage to his house. Yeah, um, um, we'll we'll let we'll let uh people at Citadel will shine it know um that that hippogriff belonged to the Sable Company so um uh, and we'll see so if the guy can... the guy's like continues yelling uh um he, um he says that somebody needs to do something now um, uh, uh, I, I don't know uh, Lenore Lenore goes over and pulls out uh how much is a reasonable amount of money in this place um. um Lenore, Lenore will pull out. You know, it's these are like lean tos and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, Lenore, Lenore will pull out, um, like uh, ten silver, uh -huh. and put it in the guy's hand. The guy like, the guy like, uh, takes takes the silver. And he like turns turns a couple of the coins over in his hand, and he starts saying something. He's not yelling anymore, but he's still kind of like aggressive. Uh, the kid just kind of goes, um. He, he he wants to know who you are. Um, we're the if you, do you guys represent the guards? No, we're the cover of night. We're independent workers. Kid relays this message back. Um, uh, man bemused, saying something to the kid like you can't really make sense of it, but it, but it, but he definitely sounds like who the fuck is that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we just started working in the area together. He's like he like looks at you again and he starts sternly saying something and like wagging a finger at you. <laughs> uh, and uh, and the kid just goes he wants to make sure he says that this is enough for now, but he wants the guards to know that they need to fix his house. Yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll send it along. Okay. Uh kid relays the message. Hey, so um we're gonna climb down from the uh now, like, now, like a lot of people are like, you, you guys were clearly the center of attention, uh -huh. and like now, like a bunch of people are like looking at you. <laughs> who are these guys who just come in here, free a hippogriff, and give people money? Uh, we're gonna. Um, now that there are some people who are paying attention, um, would we be able to ask anybody 
if they saw Edgar's friend here a couple mm. of days ago. Or not a couple of days ago. I suppose a couple of weeks ago. Give me a diplomacy. All right. So yeah, I suppose it was a couple of weeks ago at this point. We could describe him. Um, uh, all right, uh, Ophelia. That is a total of twenty. Okay, total of twenty. You would probably be able to like draw some of them in, like with like, look at us, we're heroes. We just yeah, saved the hippogriff. Yeah. yeah. Um, heroes. And, and like and like ask them a few questions. There would be probably a guy. Um, yeah, I mean, we can also ask them if anybody else has gone missing and if there's, like, a particular yeah. place where people tend to go missing. Yeah, they would say that there's been something of a something of a black market operating out of uh, a place near the wall to the Gray District. Ooh. Uh, and people have been coming and going from that area for a bit, um, buying uh, some illicit goods. Oh. Uh, and that... Uh, somebody matching the description of uh, Edgar's friend came down here looking for that place, oh. went toward the wall, didn't come back. Mm. But they haven't really heard much from the area. It seems that whoever was running this black market uh, packed up shop around the time that, that the king died. And you know why? Why hide under underneath uh, like a like a furrow under the wall? When people can just ride in the streets, you can probably sell your wares a lot more effectively somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's probably what the guy came this way for. He's one of those, like, North Point, like, North Gate uh, fancy folk and didn't really know his way around the shingles. And, um, you know, sometimes when you don't know your way around the rough parts of the neighborhood, uh, stuff happens to you. Yeah. Lenore, Lenore has been frowning and she frowns a little bit more at that. So you said this was by the Gray District? It was along this side of the wall. All right. But like right where last way meets with the wall to the Gray. Ah, the Gray District being the cemetery. Yes, Gray District being the cemetery. So if we go down that way, uh, let's see if we can find um, any remains of... What's of who might have been there? Any any clues? Any like things left behind? Yeah, give me a perception. Alrighty, perception. Okay, I'll just go down the line here. Yunia got a ten. <laughs> uh, so you're aiding, I guess. Damien got a oh, bonk. Uh, Damien got a thirteen. Lenore got a fifteen. And Ophelia got uh, 14. So it looks like we've got a total of 19. All, okay. all working together. Searching along searching along this area. This is, start, this is starting to get into an area where there's sort of the sprawl of the shingles. Uh -huh. But there's like no people in Ooh. this area. Ooh, bad uh, news. And you're starting to you're starting to get into like sort of the creepy quiet. Yeah. Like, like some of the buildings are like leaning in on each other and mm. and it's pretty dark in this area. Uh-huh. Uh you are picking through the area following the instructions that you got. Uh-huh. Uh and spiders. Well no. <laughs> uh, what did you get for perception? 19. Okay. No! <laughs> no! No, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> um, yeah. It's... 
We're just like, eh, all I needed to do was roll dice and go, it's quite okay. Dark. It's quite dark in this area. There's a lot of nooks and crannies around here. Yeah. Uh, and you would find... Mm, a nice stab to the ribs. <laughs> all you need to do is roll and go, would you good for perception? <laughs> okay. Like, it doesn't even have, there doesn't have to be anything here. You just nope. need to do that and it'll make me anxious. Hmm. <laughs> Let me uh, just roll some stuff here. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Oh, boy. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Every time Rain looks at a macro and goes, is that right? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> it's one of the best All right, so we're, so we're, uh, picking, we're picking around the, uh, a place where we learned the black market used to be in uh, between last way and the wall to the gray district. And you would find there's sort of like a crack in the wall. Ooh. Where there it appears that somebody had taken various forms of debris and set up almost like a makeshift uh, makeshift shop. Huh. Like you could see like they've taken like gangplanks and things and made like put them on barrels to make like counters. There was like rubble along the back that's like smoothed off into what you might imagine where it's going to function as shelves. Can anyone um, make heads or tails of this? And there's a few vials Ew. in the area. Are they vials of shiver? Uh, you can give me a craft alchemy or... Oh, I have no craft or, alchemy. Rigs. I believe a... A heal, I think. A heal check. All right. Uh, we got an eighteen. So, um, while while a few of these bottles are like smashed as if they were left kind of in a hurry, the ones that are still intact are vials of medium spider venom. Medium spider venom. Uh, it is an injury poison, uh, with a save DC of fourteen. Uh, it has a fr- it is a frequency of afflicting you for once per round for four rounds, dealing one d two strength damage. Well, what wait? What is a medium spider venom? Is it's it's it, this would be the the venom of a giant spider, which oh. is a medium sized creature. Oh uh, oh, <laughs> good lord! <laughs> yeah, um, so. There would be, I'd say, like four vials of medium spider venom. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's terrible. I know, right? (laughs) If you have the poison use feature, you can coat a blade with it. I don't believe any of my characters have that. Not even Ophelia. Possible I'll just sell this. I don't use poison a whole lot anyway. And... Uh, Okay. So there's, there's spider venom here. Is there anything else here? Any, like... Well, uh, one of the things that you will find in this area is, is that you are spider. going to need to make a fortitude save. Oh, no. As there is a loud, cacophonous sound that blasts the four of you oh. while you're in the area. Oh, no. Okay, fort saves all around. Let's roll yep. Unia, 13. Damien, 19. Lenore got a 21. And Siren got an 11. Yeah, the 19 and the 21 will both pass. Okay, the other two are going to fail Boy. as you are going to be hit with a sound burst. Oh. So you're going to take a D8 of damage. Oh. Oh, Lenore has resistance to sonic damage. Oh, all of you take eight points of sonic damage. Oh, shit. Uh, those of you who failed your saves are stunned. Oh, no. All right. Uh, meaning I believe you drop everything that you're holding. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, please roll for initiative. Let's just use this. No oh, frick! <laughs> Suddenly, there was a very large Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah, well, a very, a very, a very large Nick Offerman. Uh, specifically. Yes. Uh, so you're being attacked by a Nick Offerman. Um, hold on. Gangs of wild Nick Offermans roaming the streets. Uh, all right, let me let me add this guy. This to place needs some fixing up. You are you become aware of this creature steps out of the of the edge here. It is a a pale blue humanoid with bulging white eyes, wild hair, four fingered hands, and a large hooked club. It leans out almost like a wild animal, like like yeah, sort of, um, and 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 goes and like shrieks at you. Uh, Hitting you with the sound burst. Unia and Ophelia doing like uh, Tweety Birds around their heads. Uh, who looks stunned? Uh, Unia and Ophelia, uh, and they're also both. Okay, it's gonna. They're also both a lot hurt. It's gonna charge at Ophelia. Oh, I need to look at what this weapon does. Hold on. <laughs> it's a funky weapon. Let me see if it has like a special ability. No, it has no special abilities. It deals. It deals healing damage. It, it's it deals I'm sorry damage. Oh, no. no, he's not gonna he's not gonna charge at you, because this is a ranged weapon. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna move up though. Okay. He's a small creature, uh, so he's gonna he's gonna sort of hug the wall here, and you watch as he takes this little like hooked club and throws it at you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and that's gonna be fourteen to hit. Flat footed and stunned. Well, I mean, that's my flat-footed AC. That's so. your flat-footed AC. Oh, no, my flat-footed is 15, but I don't know what happens to stun people. Stun? I believe there's an impact. Yeah, yeah. I just... How many times do we have to look up the stun condition? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you take a minus two penalty to AC, and you lose okay. your dexterity bonus, if any. All right, so, uh, so that hits. So you're flat-footed and minus two. Yeah, so 13. Uh, so that hits. Okay. And it's going to... Yeah, you're flat-footed, so you're going to take... Do 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 do. Is that right? You're going to take a d6 of damage plus another d6 of damage. Ooh, eight points of damage. Hey. And also, oh, probably not. Uh, what's your CMD? Fifteen. I think you're gonna be fine on that regard. I, I don't know how stunned yep. affects one CMD. I rolled a three to do a combat maneuver on you. Oh, yeah, that's probably not going to do it. So he hits you with this. Ophelia's stunned. She cannot do anything. Lenore. It is Lenore's turn. Lenore would like to rage. 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 Rage, rage, rage. All right, Lenore is raging. Mm. Uh, Lenore is going to swing her uh, fauchard at this little thing. This little squishy thing. Is he currently taking cover? I mean, he, he would probably be considered to have some cover if you, uh, like partial cover if you were to shoot at him. Uh, uh, but if you were to run up to him and hit him, and you can I can I charge right here and give him a give him a um, smack? Not I'm, right there, but in the square next to that. Yeah. Okay. And basically, there's this little crevice where you have this opening. You would oh, need to go okay. through it. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, let me show you what this character looks like. It's not Nick Offerman. It's not really Nick Offerman. <laughs> but I didn't have time to make a token. Oh! Oh my god! 
gosh, it's like if Gollum were an old prospector man. <laughs> what the frick is this guy? Yeah. I'm gonna need to have Damien make a check, uh, which he will be able to do because he's not stunned. Uh, Lenore is going to roll to attack. I'm not gonna put power attack on because this guy is small and nimble. Uh, and I will need all of the help I can get. 19. 19 to hit? Yeah, that'll hit. Alrighty. Oh, eight. None too happy with that. Unia is stunned. Okay. They have dropped their fauchard. Damien. Cling, 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 cling. All right. What sort of knowledge check do I need to make this on this? This be a knowledge local. Knowledge local. This All is right. a humanoid. All right. 21. 21. Uh, you would know this is a creature called a darrow. A darrow? Doderos dwell deep under most of the surface world cities. Very few know of the sadistic creature's existence. Uh, descended from mysterious fae that once dwelt deep underground, the darrows lust for the comforts of the surface. Yet the light of the sun causes them to blister, burn, and die. Oh. Uh, Darrows often abduct surface dwellers to perform hideous experiments on them in their never-ending quest uh, to divine what protects those who dwell above from the burning death. <laughs> Yet the intrinsic madness... It's called melanin. <laughs> Yet the intrinsic madness that plagues all Darrows dooms these experiments to failure every time. In the end, traumatized victims are returned to their homes, memories not quite completely wiped of their ordeal, oh my word. to live the rest of their lives in vague fear of a nightmare they can't quite recall. So they're, like, responsible for the Corvosan equivalent of alien abductions. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh-huh. That's, that's um, terrible. So, uh, there are slightly mythical figures to a lot of people, like... Some people would probably relegate Darrow to almost be like like aliens. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, little 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 blue men. Yeah. Or green even sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> They're freaky. <laughs> uh so you could get one fact for getting it and then one for exceeding the DC. You said this thing was potentially related to Fae. Does it have any um uh resistances? It has spell resistance. No! I'm glad you asked. No! Yes. Because I wouldn't have noticed. Uh, Damien goes, aww. I have, a, I have a habit of forgetting about spell resistance. Arrows. Oh, I hate it. That's spell resistance. Uh, I prepped color spray today and now I can't even use it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, okay. Fuck your color spray. <laughs> What are, uh, so it has the hooky club. Does it have a, any other attacks? It's also carrying a, uh, I mean, you would be able to see this. Oh, okay. It has a light crossbow on it. Okay. Um, and a short sword. Okay. Does it have any like intrinsic magic abilities besides the sound burst? Uh, yes. It has a few spell-like abilities. Okay. Um, it has darkness, ghost sound, daze, and sound burst. Okay. It was pretty dark in here. Was that because it cast darkness? No, it's just dark. Okay. I mean, if it were light out, it would be taking damage. So. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So probably rather than casting a spell on it, um, I should probably just uh, charge and throw. Um, do either of you speak Aklo or Undercommon, by the way? Uh, I don't think I have anybody who speaks any of those. Nope. Great. It's it's sort of raving and rambling in some sort of language that you don't understand. Uh, um, Damien would be like, look, 
If you leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. Why you am I? Zerxabi, Grismatov. Why am I even saying that? You I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Why, why am I even saying that you attacked us? Um, and uh, Davian will take a five foot step forward. Swift action, enhance his. Um, I think it has total cover from you from there. Damien will step up to the mouth of this sort of uh, little uh, cave area. Uh-huh. Um, swift action, charge his. Uh, Harrow cards with a plus one, and um, just uh, freaking chuck them at this thing. <laughs> um, just just chuck one. Let's try to put a shocking grasp on it. Range spell strike. Roll to hit. Oh no. Twelve. Twelve to hit. No. Oh, there goes the shocking no, grasp won't, too. No, we won't do that. Ah. Uh. Oh wait, did you get an Oh you your other fact was the magic ability. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh sorry, sorry. Um uh sorry. The point blank precise shot thirteen. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to be wearing armor. And then on its turn, uh it's going to uh drop the drop the weapon that it's holding. And it's going to pull out a it's a crossbow. It's going to take a shot at Oh, are Ophelia and Unia still stunned? No, you would you would end your stun on its turn. I could take a shot at anybody, and it's not particularly tactically minded. We're gonna count back. Uh, I rolled a four, so one, two, three, four. It's gonna target Unia. All right, Unia has an AC of fifteen. I'm gonna hit you. Yay! Uh, now it's not gonna deal sneak attack, but it is gonna do max damage. So that's another Ooh, eight. And does it have point blank precise shot? Because usually they have weapon finesse, so I get to change one of its feats. So it's got point blank precise shot. Oh boy, seven points of damage. Uh, yep, seven points of damage. Actually, wait, are you within thirty feet? Yeah, I'm twenty-five feet away. Seven points of damage. Uh, and also, I need you to make a fortitude save. I can't believe a dare was gonna kill my party. Yep. <laughs> Mm, 17. That's gonna do it. Okay. Fuck. And then it's going to use its move action to rewind the cord that's attaching its uh, little throwy weapon. Oh, cute! And so it's got that back and it's gonna five foot step to sort of like hide behind the corner. Ophelia! Oh, Ophelia. Alright. George? Can you charge to there? I don't think you George, can charge to George there. George to here? Ah, so you can. George! George and Starb. George and Starb. Starb. Great. Starb. <laughs> 14. A 14 <sighs> will not hit. He's a nimble little Nick Offerman. Up. <laughs> and he kind of dodges out of the way a little bit. Ah! <laughs> So it rants at you and Look, you're the one who attacked us. <laughs> Screw you. Lenore George? George George Power Attack? Okay. George George Power Attack. Rage. Uh-huh. Angry. Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. Yeah. Congratulations, you found the AC. God dang it. <laughs> Fifteen points of damage. Oh boy. 
Ouch. Lenore screams and does a mighty slash at the tiny tarot. You managed to inflict quite a grievous wound on the guy. Mm, uh, grievous. And, and uh, General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, he, he sort of looks a little bit stunned, like, And, uh, for their turn, Unia is going to, can Unia move here? Not to attack, uh, this, this guy, I know you can't attack around corners, yeah. but can I boop Ophelia with the Cure Light Wounds? Sure. All right, uh, Unia will use their prepared Cure Light Wounds for today. Ooh. Uh, six points of healing. Six points of damage back to Ophelia. And Damien. Damien can't properly see him from here, right? Um, if Damien moves uh, out of this little cave and up to um, behind Siren, is yeah. that is that sufficient? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So the card's already charged. Let's just uh, magically throw a, a plus one hero deck attack at it. Uh, and if you could roll me a hero card or pull me a hero card, the trumpet. It's a lawful good card. Okay, so that's uh, that doesn't matter though. I rolled a nine uh. for a total of sixteen. Uh. Mm, point blank precise. Oh right, seventeen. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Trying to see if there's anything I can do for you. Oh, thank All you. Right, yeah, uh, roll your damage. Four points of damage. Four points of damage, and the thing is knocked unconscious. Oh my gosh! After after dealing like forty points of damage yeah. to my party, it's a nasty that little was bugger. A mean little thing. Holy right. crap! Um, um, on its body, you will find leather armor. Le- oh, whoop, whoop, sorry. Small? I would also recommend searching and seeing if you have leather armor already on the sheet, because then but you this can just make it but, th- but this one's small. Oh, yeah. Small leather armor. Yeah. Uh, a small short sword. A small aklis, which is A-K-L-Y-S. Yes. That's the hook The little hook thing. thingy. Yeah. Little hook shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grappling hook or something like that. <laughs> uh, a repeating light crossbow. Ooh. With nine poisoned crossbow bolts. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what's the poison on him? The poison is medium spider <laughs> spider venom. <laughs> Interestingly enough. <laughs> and other treasure. Hold on. Let's go to Donjon, I believe, is the one yeah. to use. Uh, two pieces of lapis lazuli. All right. Uh, and uh, 50... 50 gold worth of assorted coins. All right. Uh, how much is the lapis lazuli worth? Uh, I got an appraise. Damien and Ophelia both have a plus five, so let's just have Damien try. Natural 20. Where was this when I was fighting the tarot? They're worth eight gold. <laughs> oh, dang it. Each. <laughs> 16 gold. For your, you, you make less in gold than you got on your die. Shut up. And the thing is unconscious, it's bleeding out. All right. I'll just, um. Does anybody know how to talk under common? Should we just kill this thing or should we, like, let it survive? Siren is like, no, screw that. And uh, she, she, um. She, she stabs it. Uh, So auto crit. 12 points of damage. 
on the oh no plus add plus one to melee damage it's yeah 12 points of damage it's dead uh ophelia kills it um that's what it gets for startling me and you are now just left with a body of a hero um is there anything else here um any remainders any clues or was this just a place that a darrow had moved into after it uh, whoever was doing the um black market stuff cleared out uh yeah it's pretty much just there's like vials vials of spider venom and then the stuff that the darrow had on it all right is there a place that the darrow might have come up from the underdark here um there's a lot of there's a lot of territory here that you could imagine there's probably at least like one hole down into the underdark from here. Okay. Um, probably not like a major chasm or anything like that, but like, you know, a little tunnel probably. Um, are there any footprints here besides ours? Uh, um, the give me a survival. Alrighty. Come on, Lenore. Come on, Lenore. That is a 15. Uh, 15. Uh, you can see uh, more small small humanoid footprints that seem to be sort of like crisscrossing and going in all manner of directions. It seems like they were coming and going from this place quite a lot. Okay, so um, multiple Darrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Given their aversion to sunlight, you would imagine that there's probably more at night than there yeah. are during the day. Yeah. Um, actually, let me check survival DCs real quick. Uh, 15. Question is... Oh, actually, hold on. For every three creatures in the group being tracked, so it's it's. I would say this is probably kind of firm ground. There's like many creatures that have gone through here. Um, there's a set of humanoid footprints, uh, medium humanoid footprints. Oh, yeah. oh, which way is it going? So, so it's sort of obvious here where the ground has been heavily trodden. They are medium humanoid. We probably say about a size ten boot. Okay. Uh, it has a a very defined tread. We would say that's probably nice gear. Where like the rest of this is, it's mostly footprints, you know, from the Darrow. Um, this is like somebody with like quite nice boots was in this in this place. Or was it going in any particular direction? Um, from this area. It looks like it comes into here. There were two hobbits here. <laughs> uh, you don't quite have all that information. <laughs> um, I mean, I found a brooch. It's pretty easy to figure out from that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would seem that somebody came into here from the west and then left also toward the west. Okay. But um, you would also, like, if trying to follow the trail, it would sort of get lost once you're out of this area where, like, the ground was, like, more worked and heavily okay. trodden. But it's nice size 10 boots. Yeah. Um, probably larger, a larger individual. Yeah. Um, do the boots have anything, uh, like, is there anything notable about the boot uh, treads, a- like a, uh, a note, or like a, like a, a seal from a cobbler or something like that? Um, I would say you'd probably need a little bit more specialized knowledge in order to get that. That's fair. Um, if you wanted to, you could sort of like draw the boot. Yes. Uh, and yes. I would, I would basically have you roll some sort of dexterity based check. If you have calligraphy, I do not. Do oh, uh, so Lenore, uh, craftsmithing, would that be helpful? 
<laughs> um, you would have had to draw a lot of blueprints, probably. Yeah, yeah. Not blueprints, but like designs for some yeah. of your weapons okay. and things. I'll have Lenore roll um, a dex check. Uh, so that's a fourteen for Lenore a 14. on the dex on the dex gotcha. check. Um, I can also have other people assist. I have a rather dexterous party. Can have Damien assist with maybe his like like student note taking ability. And then you could like take this. Yeah. Okay. Um. So cobbler. Damien rolled a nineteen. Uh, for a total of 22. And Ophelia got... Oh my goodness sake. Ophelia got a 20. <laughs> okay. So so you guys you guys sort of like collaborate on like yeah. making a... Like putting this in your notebooks. Yeah, Unia um, watches for additional Darrow. <laughs> yeah. We got a boot print. You got a boot print. But uh, it's starting to get late. You should head and back. And you would start to hear mutterings and oh unknown languages is it time from the shadows let's let's head out and go to the bars the, the mutterings are getting louder as as sort of like and and every now and then in a window like like an abandoned window of an old building you see a pair of glowing eyes yep, staring we're gonna at you. we're just gonna we're just gonna head right out of here and uh, like a, as you start to pick up your pace you see almost like like the middle of a horror movie these things start to emerge and just take to the street and all nope, of them sort of like, like rambling nope. at each other like uh but if you're running then then like they <laughs> yeah, nope. they won't catch up to you nope, don't like it no nope. yeah you see them like all sort of like come out stand almost in the middle of the in the street like hunched looking at you and it they're like talking to each other but it's very clear that not really any information is getting exchanged <laughs> chittering at each other yes don't like that nope running <laughs> <laughs> you've gotten a boot print we do we have a boot print and several charges missing from our wand of cure light wounds. would you like to hit up a cobbler like before you do the bar crawl Oh, I didn't know they would still be open. Yes. Um, it's starting to get late. Like, it's almost sunset. You might be able to find one open if you roll high on a gather information. Hey, you can also right. Remember, you can also ask the guards for help. Yes. All right. I will roll. To get to a plus four on your roll. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, roll to gather information. Come on, Ophelia. Don't let me down. Oh, boy. Um, with the 13. 19. 19. And then I can have somebody help. Okay. Yeah, you would be you would be able to find like a cobbler uh, somewhere in the area around around the gold market and Aedrid's walk. Yes. You would find uh, like a nice cobbler, like a halfling in a in a very nice suit, like suspenders up uh, over over their like buttoned up shirt. Yeah, I suppose shoes have to be good for a half. <laughs> yeah, it's a halfling wearing shoes. Yeah. Not not a usual thing. He's like probably standing on a box behind the counter. Good evening, friends. Hey. Uh, about to close up for the night, but uh, can I interest you in anything? Yeah, yeah. We're just um, we've uh, we're investigating some stuff with the guards. Uh, oh, we're the cover uh, of night. Ooh, the guards. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. so we were just wondering. Uh, tell we, them I need a better guard presence on this street. Will do. Uh, I don't need any of these hooligans busting into my shop, taking all my stuff. Understood. Um, we were wondering if you could take a look at this boot print. Huh? Uh, a boot print? Yes. We're tracking a suspect. Okay, okay. Uh, give me a, give me a look at it. Hand it over. It looks, uh, hmm, prominent heel, well-designed tread, um, hmm, nice craftsmanship. Uh, this is, uh, this is quite fashionable if you are, uh, 20 years out of date. Okay. This is sort of the style that they wear up in Academy. <gasps> oh shit! Firm tread, but a padded sole. It's it's sort of designed to uh, 
give you a nice cushion feel so you can be light on your feet. Not have to worry about all those pesky creatures chasing after you and that sort of thing. So you said that this is from the Academy, probably? I don't think anybody from Academy would be wearing them th- th- these years. Oh, so out of style. But, Look at this pleating on the treads. But oh. somebody who got nice boots 20 years ago from the Academy. Oh, sure might still be wearing them now. Oh, yeah. Most of those things, they have, like, minor magic on them to uh, keep them in good condition. You know, usually, they don't wear out. It's very nice. Ah, uh, uh, boy. You know, those wizard types, they're always putting that sort of stuff on. Yeah. You know, magic yeah. this, magic that. What, what, whatever happened to a good masterwork boot? I know, right? Well... Can I interest you in a pair of masterwork boots? I mean, I don't really wear boots, although I appreciate the offer. Well, we have a few different styles available. Maybe later... Uh, it's a, actually, can I look? How about some Air Jordans? <laughs> Damien, we have to go. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a plus four on acrobatics checks oh, to high jump. <laughs> but I want to be able to jump. You would know the claims that Air Jordans can give you a plus four on acrobatics checks to jump high. Spurious at best. Thanks so much. Um, we will take this information back to the guards. Uh, we appreciate your help. And Lenore will flip the, uh... Uh, so you're not buying anything then? No, no, but we'll flip him. We'll flip him. All right, get gold. the hell out we'll of my store. We'll flip him a gold piece oh, for okay. his help. Hmm. Turns it over. Pleasure doing business with you. And so, so with that, you've so got an Academy boot tread from somebody who got these boots from Academy 20 years ago, probably, and hasn't gotten new ones. So somebody who got kicked out of Academy, potentially. These are all Flam's boots. <laughs> and he lives somewhere to the west of it, or has been, or was working somewhere to the west of it. The entrance to the Gray District, if you will look at your The map, entrance to the Gray District. to the west. Yup. Yeah. So maybe he was going that way? Maybe he yeah. was going, maybe he's been frequenting the theater. Maybe he's been working <laughs> in Gatefoot. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's turned his life around and he's not, you know, using the corpses from the Gray District to make flesh golems. Maybe he's using the corpse from the Grey District to put on performances of Hamlet. No! <laughs> Alas, poor Yorick holds I up use command. <laughs> I use command undead and my acting ability to <laughs> put z- on an entire production. The zombie production. holds up its own skull. Uh, Alas, poor Yorick. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this is very bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There we go. I hope you've enjoyed this foray into the dark realms of the shingles. Yes. We'll uh, be back. We'll be back. Great district next time. Oh, are you, are oh, you wait. Not, you're not doing your bar no, crawl? No, we have to do the bar crawl. We can't go into the gray district at night. That's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go into the gray district in, in, in broad daylight. Yeah, in broad daylight. Middle of the night. Yeah, we're going to go in broad daylight when we're all super hungover, as you do. It's a proper X Files episode. <laughs> okay. All right. I am and killed by the copyright monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bye now. Thank you for listening to session nine of To Heaven to Roll. As always, our sound effects were drawn from Sirenscape sound packs. You can find a full credits list on our website. 
This episode also featured a suite of music from Kevin McLeod entitled Shadowlands, as well as two tracks from Philip's Tabletop Music Bazaar, Wrath of the Blood Queen, and Halfling in the Kitchen. Our level three character sheets are now up on Tumblr, so you too can now follow along as I deplete our party's hit point pools. You can find those at tohaveandtoroll.tumblr.com. You can also tweet at us at tohaveandtoroll on Twitter. Feel free to live tweet your listening with the hashtag Blurstthrone for spoilers. That's hashtag B-L-U-R-S-E-D-T-H-R-O-N-E. We will be back next week with a bar crawl. I mean, serious work that the party must do. Seriously. We'll see you then. Goodbye. One fact for getting it, and then five for exceeding the DC. Or, sorry, one for exceeding the DC. <laughs> one for exceeding the DC by five. <laughs> you get five for exceeding the DC all by right. one. All right, I want you to give me five of the numbers of its social security number. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pull yourself together, man. It's nine in the morning. Why are you drinking? <laughs> Look, the first step to getting better is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> In a couple of weeks, if you go to Alcoholics Anonymous, you'll see these two goblins sitting there, one of them wearing pants, one of them wearing, wearing a very shirt. long coat, <laughs> and they're just like, we have a problem. Creating a distraction. It's not on either page. No. <laughs> and while the DM is looking this up, you have your character sneak around them. <laughs> the DM is not looking, and so you have concealment. <laughs> I'm small. I'm very precocious. <laughs> I have big questions like, does Aridin think non-humans are good? Yeah. <laughs> this was a case of me, like, when I was looking into Vigilante, because you were playing Vigilante and I went ahead of a general idea. Mm -hmm. I did the math. <laughs> on on if if you were two goblins in a trench coat <laughs> pretending to be a person as your vigilante identity <laughs> i came up with even with all the penalties for for having that ridiculous disguise if you're if that's your vigilante or social identity right yeah you still end up with a plus 8 from vigilante oh my gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> not counting skill ranks Oh my gosh. So I, I think I think with skill ranks, uh I didn't actually build their character sheet, I just had like sort of the math in my head and then regular goblin stuff for if you fight them. Uh, <laughs> basically they're just a goblin with the vigilante uh bonus to stuff. That's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs>